Hello and welcome. My name is Amelia, otherwise known as DJ EJ, and this is Club Crime, a true crime broadcast recording live at KTCU. Guys, this is our 20th episode. We are out of our teenager phase and we are officially a 20-year-old. This is so crazy. And honestly, it's kind of insane because I'm going to be a 20-year-old next year. So I feel like kind of bonded with my podcast now, even though it is technically my podcast. But if you haven't listened to last week's episode and you need to get all caught up, please go listen to Club Crime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow us on social media at Club Crime Official on Instagram and at Club Crime Official on Twitter slash X. And once again, this week, we have another returning guest. Stella, would you like to reintroduce yourself? Oh my gosh, I would love to. First of all, it's amazing to be invited back. <gasps> it makes me feel so special inside. Um, and hi, I'm Stella. Um, I'm from LA originally. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've got that good old LA accent coming in here over the radio waves. Um, I'm a theater major and I can't wait to hear about this week's true crime extravaganza. I know, LAX. I feel like everyone who's listening is like, oh my God, they totally sound like that, like right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, those valley girls. Those valley girls, and we're there. not even valley like, girls, no, which is I'm so not from funny. the valley. <laughs> no, and honestly, I love having California people just around me, because mm-hmm. you're the only people that know where San Luis Obispo is. Yes, I there's a you name it people are like oh i'm from orange county i'm like okay but where in orange but county? where in orange county like, like that matter <laughs> at this point i'm now just like oh i'm from california mm-hmm. and then people are like so like socal or norcal and i'm like um there's more which one do i feel like which one that. do i want to be today right? do i want to be a north because i'm like central coast so it's like so you're I'm you can pick the middle one. i'm like which one would i like to be today mm-hmm. which one's going to carry the least amount of eyebrow raise <laughs> and kind of dirty look what afterwards? is the vibe of the people i'm around <laughs> right now and who what who are people going to like judge me exactly least? but i think you should tell everyone um the story of when you were in San Luis. Oh my this goodness! Week. Yes. That ties into the story yes, that I does. told you. So the last time that I was on Club Crime, um, we heard about a very unfortunate murder that mm-hmm. took place at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my very best friends from high school goes to Cal Poly mm-hmm. San Luis Obispo, and I was visiting her this summer, and she stayed in the very same dorm that the murder had occurred in. I was like, girl, did you know about this? She's like, I knew that it happened like in the building. I just didn't know where. I was like, girl, <gasps> it's underneath us. It's literally like, underneath you. We're on the you. second floor. And I remember it you underneath. snapping me about that, and I was like out of town, and I was like, mm-hmm. Are you kidding me right now? Like I was like, suddenly I need to sleep with one eye open this evening when I'm visiting you. But do you want to hear yeah. the tea on yes. the murder? I do want to hear. The so tea. he's in prison right now. <gasps> oh my gosh! So I he, love they put update. him away. He's in prison right now. But mm-hmm. do you want to know what happened to him while he was in prison? Absolutely. Here's your tea. So I've already talked about this on the podcast, but I need to fill you in. Yes, you do. So this was, I think, a month ago, but he was in solitary confinement for mm-hmm. like basically the entirety of his period, like his okay. serving right. for so far. So he was in solitary, and finally they decided to let him out and like let him like join the, the general population. Join the oh, general population. No. The first day he's out, 
he gets shivved <gasps> in the yard uh, and they put him immediately back in solitary confinement. See, maybe he should have stayed in solitary But here's the best part. Ooh. My local newspaper had to release a statement <gasps> following the stabbing saying, you guys need to stop saying you're happy that he got stabbed <laughs> in the oh courtyard. Oh. Which is so funny to that me. That is hilarious. Like, that is hilarious that your local newspaper really, really guys, guys, guys. We know, the like, party we know we're away. upset with him. But like, like, I understand, <laughs> but let's have some, you know, let's, let's have some let's dignity. Let's take a step let's back, everyone. <laughs> but I just thought I was like, I have to update oh gosh, Stella on this I, when she gets here. Like, that is sh- amazing. I love because all of whenever it's like a podcast that's like oh we don't know what really happened Mm -hmm. oh really nothing has been done it's like well it feels unfinished and it feels like well you know what about my happy ending and it's still not like we still haven't found Kristen smart's body we still really don't know like we still really don't know know what happened the entirety of what happened but at least we know flores is put away right we know some sort of like kind of little bow on Mm -hmm. the story it's not enough for like a proper like ncis episode to be like wrapped up at the end Mm -hmm. but but it's still juicy enough that we got like we got a club crime episode out of it right oh my gosh i live okay (sighs) but anything else going on with you um you know just the semester is starting Mm -hmm. we're starting to really midterm season is upon us i don't it i'm still feel like it's like the second week of school i'm like what do you mean i have two midterms this week i'm like (laughs) what do you mean like halloween and it's like literally in a couple weeks i have to start thinking about my halloween costumes i already know mine what are you at liberty to share i am at liberty to share oh my gosh i would love to know Eric Cartman from <gasps> South Park. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City. Cute. That's, like, my cute one. That's my mm-hmm. funny one. Mm-hmm. And then my wild card one, I was like, I need, like, a third one because, mm-hmm. like, Halloween. Right. Like, it's which just, also, it's like, Halloween days. on Tuesday this year is, like, yeah, really throwing me off. Mm. But Halloween, I was like, I need something. And my roommate texts me one day and she goes, what if I was Violet and you were Willy Wonka? <gasps> So I'm gonna be Willy Wonka That's this year. So fun. But I'm gonna be sexy. I'm gonna be like cute, sexy, sexy Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. You know, you can't be. There's two kinds of girls on Halloween. There's you know the girls who are like I can be funny, be but I was like bit, Eric know. Cartman is like what I'm pulling out is right. like my funny That's costume. Ho- like, can you do an Eric Cartman impression? I can. In fact, let me step away from the mic because I don't want to like <laughs> blast this mic right now. Go, mm-hmm. go. <laughs> Honestly, that's the best one that I've heard in a while. I'm not, like, great at it, but I'm good at him saying, like, Kyle. Mm-hmm. But that's all that you need, because then people know exactly who it is. Exactly. Because it's so, like, iconic and specific. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> I do what I want. That was all, that sound was all over my For You page last week. Which I, I think is like... probably what maybe inspired it, but I've also, like, last year I was Bart Simpson, okay. and I was, like, I like going on the fact that I've been like stupid, like funny stupid cartoon, cartoon characters. characters. So I'm yeah. like, let's like carry this on throughout mm-hmm. the years. So that's who knows so what fun. I'll be next year? But this year, right, I'm for sure this, being Eric Cartman. That's so funny. I kind of love that. That's really iconic. Are you gonna do like? Let's see. He's wears like a red. It's like the red, red top. Job it's gonna like be like blue. I'm not going full out because I like I'm a penny pincher. Like I'm doing mm-hmm. this on a budget, so I'm getting the beanie. Like you yeah, have to have the you beanie. Have to have the beanie. And then I think I'm gonna do like a red like T-shirt. And then, like, mm-hmm. some shorts. Like, yeah. Summer Eric Cartman. Summer Eric Cartman. Because it's still going to be Even hot though it's here. always 
winter in South Park, but but that's like a whole nother a whole that's, that's, that's a whole nother plot that's more. Point. That's like a whole nother big plot point. It's like the conspiracy. Of what's but you don't have any ideas of like what you want to be. Um, like some ideas have been tossed around. We were thinking about doing like professions Ooh. as one of them. Like you know the mm-hmm. girlies. Um, we're like firefighter, like police mm-hmm. officer, um, NASCAR driver, just like okay. general professions. That's funny. Um, and then what always gets thrown around is like all of the fairies from like Tinkerbell mm-hmm. and like all it's like Silver Mist mm-hmm. and here I am trying to like remember the name Fawn, Fawn <laughs> remember the names Rosetta, of the rest of the Lydia, yeah. Um, oh, I loved Lydia. I, loved I was that. such a Lydia girl. Mm. I was like that purple dress. The purple everything. Mm. Absolutely the everything. The slick, like yes. tight top. And she pony. was always kind of like she was edgy. She was. Like, was. I loved her. She was like the cool girl that I wanted to be. Right? Mm-hmm. She was the cool girl. She her Lydia and like my babysitters had the same energy mm. where like you mm-hmm. wanted to grow up and be them or like the six you remember when like sixth graders like looked like they were adults to you yes that you were, was like, how like first video was to me i was yes. like i want to be like those cool sixth graders and then when i became a sixth grader i was like why am i not cool that and then i was like well the eighth graders are the cool ones now mm-hmm. so, and like, they look like adults and they look like adults and then i was and then eighth suddenly grade. i'm in eighth grade and like oh my gosh the people in high school are adults and then i'm in high school and i'm like the people in college, college are adults. And I'm like... And I'm in college, I'm like... Okay, where the adults are the real adults? adults. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, those are the ones that have been, like, thrown around. Okay. But, again, balling on a budget. Like, I need yeah. to... Look, I need to reevaluate my closet and, like, mm-hmm. see what I can make. No, I I'm about have. to pull up to the thrift store right now mm-hmm. and see, like, what, like, Hit the $2 closet, thing I can... The Uptown Cheapskate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some good... I found my formal dress <gasps> at the Uptown Cheapskate. It was really cute. Mm. A little black moment. Maybe I should do something with that. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to think about it. There's so many things you can do with a little black dress. Right? So many things. Mm. But we are you see. ready to officially get yes. into the story Let now? Let us begin. Okay. Would you like me to tell you your guest duties? Yes. Please, please refresh my memory. I'm going to tell you a true crime story. It is your job to react, ask questions, add in your own personal anecdotes, and just add to the story in any way that you want. Are you ready for me to tell you your story? Yes. Okay, you have to promise the listeners that I did not tell you your story at all. No, you did not. Do you want to take, like, a wild guess? Like, throw it out there? Um, Well, since we're both Cali girls, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it's something, like, Mm Cali-related. Because, like, let's keep the threat. Let's keep these good vibes going. Keep these good vibes going. Like, let's keep it, you know, keep it in the fam. (laughs) Keep it in the region. Um, That's literally Mm. as far as, like... I don't want to say it's not. Because, I mean, it mm-hmm. isn't, but also, like... It isn't, but it is. is okay. Sort of. Ooh, okay. Maybe you'll understand, like, once I tell you the title. Mm-hmm. Today's story for you is the serial killer that inspired the movie Scream, <gasps> the Gainesville Ripper. Oh, my goodness. So, I... This is going to be good because I was literally convincing my roommates like two days ago that we needed to watch Scream. I love Scream. But you know what I mean? Like Scream is like a Cali story. Yeah. It's Courtney Cox, you know, mm -hmm. like the movies. It's very. But the story itself does not take place in California. Isn't it Florida Mm -hmm. in Gainesville? Okay. That's what Mm -hmm. I All right. So sources for tonight's story include ABC News 2020, People Magazine, AllThat'sInteresting.com, The Shreveport Times, and we all know her, we all love her, Miss Wikipedia. (laughs) 
she is a homie for real. <laughs> she is like, if I need the story, but I don't need the fact check, like if I just need the story all in mm-hmm. one place, I'm going mm-hmm. to Wikipedia. If I need the plot and not necessarily, if like, I, need I need it facts, in one place, I'm going somewhere else. Right. But if I just need to get the story down, like that's Miss where Wikipedia, I'm going. She knows what's up. I she love knows her. what's up. And she has her sources at the bottom, she does. which I and steal you can half just the time. Go there if you really need like the specific facts. Mm-hmm. You just go to the sources on the Wikipedia. Oh, exactly. All right, so let's get into the background on the story. Born in Shreveport, Louisiana on May 26, 1954, Daniel Harold Rowling was born to a household of abuse. Mm. Rowling's father, James, was a police officer who never wanted children and would beat Danny, his brother Kevin, and his mother Claudia for anything that displeased him, even breathing in a displeasing way, embarrassing him, and beating the dog to make them upset. Oh, no. That's just... uh, I feel like that's an unfortunately familiar story. Mm Mm-hmm. With a lot of serial killers. With a lot of serial killers. Like, they, everybody has, you know, troubled childhood, mm-hmm. and things don't work out the way that they're supposed to, but, ugh, just even still, like, Just to start off your life that way. Yeah. It's like, you're already, Just to like, be played, like, to be dealt a bad mm-hmm. hand. You're already, like, in going mm-hmm. in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Rowling's mother, Claudia, tried several times to leave James, but she would always come back a short time later. Rowling failed the third grade because he was homesick too often and was subject to his father's abuse. Mm. According to Rowling's school counselors, he was, quote, suffering from an inferiority complex with aggressive tendencies and poor impulse control, end quote. When Rowling was 11, Claudia Rowling slit her own wrists and was committed to the hospital. This event made Danny Rowling's mental health spiral, and he began to experiment with drugs, alcohol, and crime. That's a, like, that's just awful. Like nothing around him there's is good. Not, like, there's nothing kinda, to, like. Nothing's going well for him at mm-mm. this point. Like mm-mm. he's been dealt the worst hand and the worst. Yeah, that's just because I mean that cycle of like oh, I'm sick, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't go to class because, you know, of all of these bruises, of, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just not feeling well, but then now I'm at home all the time, and it Mm -hmm. is just opening more possibilities, and I just, uh, I'm, part of me is, like, okay, glad that she tried to leave, Mm -hmm. that she tried to get herself out of that situation, Mm -hmm. but I just, she came back. She always came back. But that's what happens in a lot of abusive relationships. They always come back. Because there's just something. Because they don't feel like they'll be loved by anyone else. Right. Because there's that mental state of they they believe what mm-hmm. their abuser is telling them that like mm-hmm. no one else is ever gonna love you yeah. no one else is gonna be there for you like i'm there mm-hmm. for you aren't you grateful like that's just yeah ugh. it's just awful yeah so at 14 rolling was arrested for watching his neighbor's daughters undress mm-hmm. rolling then went on to commit several petty thefts and crimes in an effort to get his life back under control, Rowling joined the U.S. Air Force, but quit after taking acid too many times. Oh! <laughs> Rowling was able to regain some normality to his life, though, and married Omather Halco. Assimilating into society proved difficult to Rowling because of his life growing up. 
but was, at one point, working at a waiter at Poncho's restaurant in Bossier City, Louisiana. Okay. So, he was in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. Did he graduate high school? I think so. I think you might have to in order to be in the Air Force. I'm not sure. Um, I think he did, but, like just barely like yeah air force was like his last resort was his only he was yeah. definitely not going to college right no i mean with that childhood i mm-hmm. wouldn't be either but um he took acid mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my see that's like being politely asked i think i have a feeling that he may have been politely asked to leave <laughs> by the u.s air force but But I have a feeling he, like, quit because he didn't want, like, the dishonorable discharge. Yeah, because that, like, leaves a stain on your record. Pretty big stain. Instead of, like, oh, I left. Yeah, I just, I, like, had to leave for my own. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. you're able to rewrite that story a little bit. I'm a little bit surprised he found somebody to marry him. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, there's hope for everybody then. (laughs) But once again, Rowling's life began to go downhill. When he was 23, Rowling had been... Rowling's wife um, had separated him after four years of marriage due Mm. to him threatening to kill her. Oh. He then raped a woman that resembled his ex, killed a woman in a car accident, and committed a series of armed robberies in Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia, and Alabama. So he a little bit went off the deep end Mm -hmm. over there. Well, I'm proud of her for leaving, Mm -hmm. for getting out of that situation. She was like, you threatened to kill me? Bye. She said, "Mm -mm, we're not having none of this in my house. Um, But, oh my lord, Mm -hmm. that's... He's and we're not even at the murder at the serial killer part yet. He's just really had a rough go. In May of 1990, after being in and out of jail for his crimes, Rowling returned home to Shreveport and shot his father twice. James Rowling survived, though he lost an eye and an ear. Oh. Rowling then changed his identity with stolen documents from a home he broke into and fled by bus to Sarasota, Florida. This all took place in July of 1990, with Danny Rowling starting a new life, but now going by the name Michael Kennedy Jr. Okay, so he went home, he got his revenge, mm-hmm. which a little bit understandable but from like he a was plot probably going to get caught, so he changed his identity. Right. And at this point, he had already been so, like, caught for so many other things. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit surprised that, like, with his armed robberies, with his rape, Mm -hmm. with his, you know, vehicular Mm -hmm. manslaughter, that he didn't go to prison before this. I think he's just able to, like, like, like talk run his away, way like talk his or way, like or like run away, or just like leave. Like he's mm. not staying around enough time yeah. to like get himself arrested. That's basically. really interesting because, like, I mean, I feel like if that kind of thing were to happen now, you're in mm-hmm. jail for you know 10, 15 years, and mm-hmm. so you can kind of like put a stop to it before it begins. But like, yeah, wow. Okay, so he's made his way to Florida. His name mm-hmm. is Michael now. Good biblical name. so now we can get into the killings Mm -hmm. of daniel rolling so danny danny rolling's new life was not a blessing but a curse Mm -hmm. early in the morning on august 24th 1990 rolling broke into the apartment of sonia larson and christina powell both incoming freshmen at the university of florida 
Rowling found Powell asleep on the couch, but chose to explore the apartment before killing her. He then found Larson asleep in bed. Rowling taped Larson's mouth shut to stifle her screams and proceeded to stab her and kill her using a K.A. bar knife. So he was nosy, is mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. Yes. And he went looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. That's just... Uh, Lock your doors. (laughs) (laughs) After this, Rowling went back down to the living room to Powell, once again taping her mouth. He then proceeded to rape Powell, then stab her five times in the back. Once both Powell and Larson were dead, he rearranged the bodies in sexually provocative positions before taking a shower in their home and leaving. I mean, just the disrespect. Like, first... Like, he kills... Like, like you kill them, you rape them, you, you know... He doesn't just, like, their bodies. He, like, fully, he like, leave. poses he says, the bodies. Mm, let me just go ahead and wash off and use this rose-scented body shower... Like, shower gel mm-hmm. that's in here. Like, that's just mm. adding insult to injury. Oh, sugar scrub. Ooh. Right? Mm. Ooh, what kind of shampoos do you use? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I really need some color treatment for my yeah. hair. Like, that's just... At that point, that's not even the the disregard for human life is just insane. It's really gross. The following day, August 25th, Rowling used a screwdriver to open the sliding glass back door of 18-year-old Christina Hoyt's apartment, an aspiring police officer going to school at Santa Fe College. Hoyt was not home when Rowling arrived, so he hid in her apartment until she returned. Hoyt entered her home at 11 p.m. that night. Rowling surprised her from behind and put her into a chokehold before subduing her with duct tape. Rowling then took Hoyt to her bedroom, where he proceeded to cut off all of her clothes and rape her. Mm-mm. Hoyt was forced face down on the bed, and Rowling stabbed her in the back, which ruptured her aorta. He then flipped Hoyt over and cut her from the pubic bone to breastbone, after which he cut off her nipples and place them beside her. That's just... Uh, new. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, like, he's not only just, like... Like, rape and murder is, like, pretty typical of a serial killer. Right. But he's also, like, defacing it's, the bodies. It's the continued... It's like he sees them as less than human. Mm-hmm. That's what's so stark to me, is, like... How I mean, first of all, how can someone do that to somebody mm-hmm. else? But then again, also, how can... Like, it's as if he doesn't think that they're people. Yeah. And he's just... Which, that's... Keep that in mind, because we'll okay. touch on that later. Ooh, okay. I love it when I guess things that aren't, haven't so, arrived yet. <laughs> so after leaving the scene, Rowling could not find his wallet. So he returned to Hoyt's apartment and then decapitated her. Oh. Rowling then positioned Hoyt's body on the edge of her bed and placed her head on a shelf facing her corpse. By this point, widespread fear and attention of the now-called Gainesville Ripper spread among the University of Florida campus as well as surrounding colleges. Because the killings were happening just as the fall semester had begun, many students transferred schools. Others began to change their daily routines and sleep in groups, which smart, right? There's, I mean, I would think that there would be more safety in numbers mm-hmm. from this, you know, mm-hmm. crazy man. So 
Actually, one of my friend's dads Mm -hmm. was at the University of Florida while this was happening. happening? Yes. (gasps) His parent, I, yes, his parents, like, made him come home. Really? Yes. But before, so he, you know, missed out Mm -hmm. on all of the juicy bits, but, like, trying to get a flight out of Florida, oh, trying to get I out of Florida ima- was just because, I mean, it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, no cell phones. It was crazy mm-hmm. You have to show and, up to the airport to get mm-hmm. the ticket. Like, um, But he had said, like, before then, you know, there were just huge groups of people sleeping in, like, common areas of the dorms. Which is like, smart. It would be, like, the living room of the dorm, mm-hmm. and everyone was, was there, there together. And it was just insane. Ugh, but I know, that's... like, heebie-jeebies. Mm. Yeah, that's so weird. Oh, mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine. Like, freshman year, it's already hard, because it was his freshman it's already year. Hard. Yeah, it's, it's already, already hard, hard enough. It's already hard enough with, you know, adjusting to college, mm-hmm. and you're in a new place. You're living on your own. You're living on your own for the first time. You're meeting all of these new people. Like, oh, it's and by the way, there's a serial killer. By the way, there's a serial killer. So, you know. Oh, that does give me mm-hmm. the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Rowling carried out his next killings on Monday, August 27th, after breaking into the home of 23-year-old roommates Tracy Powells and Manny Taboda. Rowling broke into the home using the same method as before to open their sliding glass door using the screwdriver. Mm-hmm. He then found Taboda asleep and proceeded to stab and kill him, though Taboda was able to fight back for some time and put up a struggle. Mm-hmm. Pauls was awoken by the commotion and walked to Taboda's room, finding Rowling. Pauls then ran, attempting to barricade herself in her bedroom, but Rowling broke in. Rowling once again proceeded to use duct tape to subdue Pauls, then raping her and stabbing her three times in the back. Before leaving, Rowling posed Pauls' body, but left Taboda's the way it was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So this is telling me two things about him Mm -hmm. just you know from like so all of his victims so far in florida Mm -hmm. he stabbed them all in the back Mm -hmm. he can't look them in the eye when they're just killing them Mm -hmm. but then after they're dead i mean after the women are dead Mm -hmm. he's like oh they're not like they're not human you have no life you have no life anymore like therefore i can do whatever i want to do whatever strikes my fancy Mm -hmm. That's so, but it's really interesting that he didn't do anything to Taboda's to body. Yeah. He didn't do anything to him because he was like, I mean, maybe it was just like guy power, but like, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like so from a psychological standpoint. Yeah. Um, and that probably <clears throat> has to do with like how his father treated him mm-hmm. maybe with like how that is probably like, that's mm-hmm. probably has to do with how he grew up, but that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh -uh. So now we can get into the investigation. Mm -hmm. All of Rowling's victims, except for Taboda, were petite white brunettes, the same as Rowling's mother. Edward Lewis Humphrey, a student at the University of Florida, was named a suspect in the case. Oh. Humphrey had a history of mental illness following a car accident, which left him severe several facial scars. Humphrey had been arrested after going into getting into a physical altercation with his grandmother and was held in police custody for five months. Oh, wow. Investigators attempted to implicate him for the five murders or for the um, 
or for the five murders, but a grand jury denied this citing denied this citing insufficient evidence. So they mm-hmm. did try to like try this man, but they right, had but no evidence against yeah. him. They kind of it sounds to me like the police at the time went to the local person with mental illness and was like, Oh, it must be you. I'm and it was also it probably you. like what you were saying, like everyone was panicking. Mm-hmm. Like, what do At we do point, to like get the panic down? Oh, right. we find someone we to say to that we like caught fingers. the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, all of these these five murders, <sighs> they happened within the same week, didn't they? Mm-hmm. That ew, that's within crazy. only like three days, within basically. three days of each other. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, investigators struggled to make connections due to their lack of evidence. Rowling had been incredibly thorough with his cleanup of the bodies to ensure no DNA or fingerprint connection. Rowling would throw away the duct tape he used on the bodies in dumpsters, then would clean the bodies using solvents to remove semen or other DNA evidence, including some of Rowling's fluid, though some of Rowling's fluids were left behind and collected. Mm-hmm. So he was thorough, but sometimes not thorough But, like, enough. he, I mean, you miss something mm-hmm. when you're... It's a body. Like, it's you can't like see you what can't, you're missing, really. Right. There's no black light. It's mm-hmm. the 90s. You don't have a pocket flashlight to be like, no. oh, what's going on over here? Like, and it wasn't like he was, like, planning on, right. like... Right, because this is all spur like, of the moment. I think so. I mean, that's what it sounds like, like, using the screwdrivers in the sliding glass store. Like, mm-hmm. that's... Ew. A lead did eventually come through, though, when police were alerted to an unsolved triple killing of a similar nature that took place in Shreveport, Louisiana, on November 4th, 1989. 55-year-old Tom Grissom, his 24-year-old daughter Julie, and his 8-year-old grandson Sean were all killed while preparing to eat dinner. Julie Grissom's body had been mutilated, cleaned, and posed following the killing. Don Maines, an investigator on the Gainesville Ripper case, traveled to Shreveport to investigate the similarities between his case and theirs. Fluid found on Julie Grissom determined that her killer had type B blood, the same as the fluid found on the Gaines- found by Gainesville investigators. Okay, so they're making some progress mm-hmm. here. That's, again, you know, with he's posing the women and mm-hmm. he's mutilating the women, but he's not doing anything to the men Mm-mm. or the children exactly that mm, side eye Mm -hmm. (laughs) cindy jurishich then came forward with a tip to the police jurishich had met rolling at her louisiana hometown church after which he began to come over to her and her then husband stephen dobbin's house jurichich told police that rolling would say disturbing things to the couple such as he likes to stick knives into people oh that's red flag number one Mm -hmm. um if somebody ever said that in my house i would would be like number one get out number two i'm calling Mm -hmm. 911 number one goodbye Mm -hmm. the door there's the door there's the door number two um let's let's call the police and see if there are any outstanding murders or anything Mm -hmm. that's Wow. So he really just kind of gave himself up yeah. at that point. Basically. That's so crazy. So now we can talk about Rowling getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Following his killing spree, Rowling continued to rob homes and gas stations. Rowling finally was arrested on September 7th, 1990, after a high-speed chase following him robbing a Winn-Dixie in Ocala, Florida. 
Rowling was determined to have type B blood, the same as the DNA tests that were found on the samples from the Gainesville Ripper and the Shreveport murder. So this was before, this was before, because like the first big DNA Mm -hmm. trial was like the OJ trial. Mm -hmm. That was so like, I remember like. I mean, they were able to test the blood, but they didn't have DNA at that point. Right. Since it was still too early. I don't remember when OJ was really dating myself. OJ was later. That's what I thought. But they had like, I don't think DNA was, it wasn't a thing. No, DNA was a, we knew what DNA was. And DNA testing was a thing. But I think like blood testing was just such an easier thing to like, because it's expensive. It's still expensive. It's still really expensive. Yeah. Um, but to be like, oh, you have the same blood type. That's mm-hmm. like now that feels like such circumstantial and like flimsy evidence because mm-hmm. your attorney can be like, so do you know fifty nine thousand like, other raise people? Raise your hand like, in the jury. Literally, like, raise your hand if you first of all know your blood type. Which I mean, I don't, I don't know, know my, my blood, blood type. type. <laughs> um, but then second of all, like raise your hand if you have you know type B blood. I know like, I need to learn my blood type. I it's one of those things. That I'm always like, oh, I need to get around to that. But. Well, I know they like do it if you go and like give blood, but mm-hmm. I've ne- like whenever they give blood on campus, I'm always like in class, and I'm like, mm-hmm. do it at a time where like it's not like right. everyone's in- like do it at, like do it at seven o'clock at night. Right. Everyone will be free. We'll yeah. give you as much blood as you want. I'll at do whatever at I night. need to do, but I don't. I gave blood in high school, but I don't remember what they told me what my blood type was because i was just like okay like what am i mm-hmm. gonna do with that yeah but i know i should learn the only literally the only reason i did it in high school was because we got out of class <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so the gun the screwdriver bags of money and a cassette player were taken from rolling and when he was being investigated Ooh, in the days of cassettes was in the days Walkman of cassettes there? goodness gracious i hope so <laughs> when investigators played the tape inside of the cassette player they found an audio diary of rolling alluding to the murders as well as his robberies so he literally recorded his mm-hmm. own confession mm-hmm. boy if you're gonna be a serial killer be a if little you bit at least if you're gonna it. record that mm-hmm. put it somewhere private don't just leave it in your car no. for you know god and everybody to see like although could you like could you imagine him like listening to that like in the car right like <laughs> like i tried once to listen to a club crime episode because like i genuinely like was wondering what it like sounded like and mm. i couldn't get past like five minutes i was like I, this is too weird like i had performer. to turn it off. like i can't watch myself perform mm-hmm. i can't listen to myself i can't watch you know watch back i submitted a soft tape the other day and i watched it twice and i was like that's fine Mm-mm. I like I I have to get somebody else to watch it any self tapes or anything I don't let anyone watch it just because I know like I'm gonna overthink it so I'm like oh I have to leave the room I'm like I'm gonna put this in front of you you watch it let me know if there are any technical issues I'm gonna leave I just was like when I submitted mm-hmm. I was like I recorded it I was At like this point you know someone else was there when I recorded it. I was like this was they were we both agreed like that was my best take mm-hmm. we didn't watch it and I just submitted nope. it there I was you like, go I'm done yep like, I'm, a, I'll, I'm all good that's the best it's gonna get because it's mm-mm. Mm-mm. but he's going you know on his way to rob another gas station and he's mm-hmm. listening to himself on the it's not confirmed if he was listening to it but I think it would like, be really funny I mean, if he was it'd be kind of funny if he was that it would kind of align with the rest of his behavior mm-hmm. if it was because then he'd be like it's pointing back to this kind of showmanship that he mm-hmm. seems to have especially with like this the posing narcissism and the narcissism that he really and, would like to have really. yes and kind of he I mean you can't tell me that he didn't like the notoriety mm-hmm. of like 
ooh, they're looking for me. Mm-hmm. It was and the first I'm time right he here. was getting credit for something. Even mm-hmm. if it was bad, it was the first time that, like, people were actually recognizing him. It's that him. attention. It's that, mm-hmm. I mean, sight, like, people say now, oh, you know, if a kid is, like, acting out and, you know, trying to do bad things mm-hmm. it's because they're looking for your attention and the only way that they've gotten it in the past is if you've done something mm-hmm. bad and so like no, it makes sure. sense from a psychological standpoint but like oh that's mm-hmm. just mm-mm. icky <laughs> rolling was brought in by police to be questioned about his tape Mm-hmm. At which point he confessed for all of the murders. This In- included the Shreveport okay. murders, which took place after shooting his father. It was also discovered that on August 5th, 1990, Rowling broke into Janet Frank's home in Sarasota, Florida, and proceeded to bound, gag, and sexually assault her, but he did not kill her. Hmm. So now we're going to get into the trial and the execution. Ooh. Nearly four years after his killings, Rowling's trial began on February 15th, 1994, for five counts of murder. Okay. Rowling claimed that his motive was to become a superstar, the same as Ted Bundy. <sighs> Rowling then, before his trial, before his trial even began, unexpectedly pleaded guilty to all charges. Okay, so he was only... So he was charged with, like, everything, everything, like, including the murders from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But then he was only on trial for the murders in Florida, right? Um, yes. Okay. So five counts of murder, they were really only charging him in Florida because I think Florida had the highest oh, penalties. Yeah. Um, but they were only charging him for the murder and not the robberies because the murders were the higher right, counts. Right, because it was, I mean, why would you charge for a robbery mm-hmm. if you're going to charge for five oh, you killed counts someone? of murder? Okay, but you also robbed, and mm-hmm. you need to pay for that, too. Right, like, let's let's go for the highest issue that's here on our scale of morality. Let's mm-hmm. go over here. <laughs> on April 20th, 1994, Rowling was sentenced to death and diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, and paraphilia. So there was no true, like, trial or testimony because since he, he pleaded, pleaded guilty. guilty. Yeah. Interesting. They didn't need to do the trial. He didn't get his 15 minutes of fame then. Well, he, he got his 15 minutes I mean, of fame from did. the coverage, but I don't think he wanted the trial. I think he wanted it from, like, from the coverage the recognition. Of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting because, I, I mean... I feel like Ted Bundy was very like wanted the wanted the trial. trial. He wanted to like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's and that's interesting that he compares himself to that. Mm-hmm. That should not be who his idol was. No, be like the rest of us. And you know, it, let's see, it was the '90s. Do like I don't know somebody from the '90s. When I think of the '90s, I've been watching the X Files so right oh, now. I'm just okay. like the X Files. When I think like, of the '90s, I think of like Friends and like yeah. I would say, yeah, be like Joey and Chandler, but do you really want to be like Joey and Chandler? No. <laughs> it's safer to want to be like all six of the friends. Yeah, be like the best parts of mm-hmm. all six of the friends. Yeah. Don't be a Ross. Don't if be anything, a Ross. don't be a Ross. Don't be a Ross. Leave all of Ross's qualities at the door. So on the day of his execution, October 25th, 2006, 47 people gathered to watch him die by lethal injection. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know what his last meal was? Oh, yes. I'm so fascinated by, like, people's last meal. I am, too. What's your last meal? 
Do you have one like picked out? It would take me. My mom asked me this when I was writing this story, and I was mm-hmm. like, "It would. You would have to like if I was in jail and I was waiting this. Like, it would take me a second to like. I would be building mm-hmm. up my menu, right. right? So I like in the spur of the moment, like no mm-hmm. but like if you gave me a couple days i You'd could be come like, up with like a full mm-hmm. menu for you of like yeah these are all the foods i want to eat from this restaurant from this, this restaurant, restaurant this restaurant my mother needs to make this like yeah so rolling's last meal was lobster tail served with butter butterfly shrimp with cocktail sauce a baked potato with sour cream and butter strawberry cheesecake and sweet tea which that great is the most meal. eclectic group of like but food together that's a girl dinner but it you can't tell me dinner. that isn't a girl dinner that is you know it's lobster it's red lobster takeout it's cheesecake factory cheesecake it's a duchess it's a dutch build your own yes. potato oh my god those are so good and then like a chick-fil-a sweet tea yeah chick-fil-a sweet tea is so gas but it's so sweet it's so that i have to cut it with their lemonade mm-hmm. if you cut it like with their like mm-hmm. yes if you cut it with their like splenda lemonade that's mm-hmm. not so 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 sweet with the sugar Mm -hmm. it's very delicious would recommend but every once in a while i'm like i need a good sweet tea and i'll go like there i'll go to dutch's because dutch's is really good too there's i have not had the sweet tea at dutch's the sweet tea at chicken express it's like one of the Mm. only things that i get from there because there's that one that's like by campus ish Mm -hmm. i just go through that drive-thru like can i get a large sweet sweet tea? tea please and they're like I'm a sucker chicken? for a good sweet I'm tea. Like, no. no. Just your sweet tea. I don't need the chicken express I chicken. chicken. I just need your tea. I just need the sweet tea. That's it's like different. me whenever I go to like a Whataburger. Like everyone mm. hypes up Whataburger and I don't think it's that good. So I just pull up and I just get like some fries. And then the like fries are really good The though. fries are really good. The burgers are like eh. I think the breakfast just, is good though. The breakfast is so good. And it's the fact that it, I mean, it tastes because it's like 11 to 11. Mm-hmm. It tastes better when it's at two o'clock in the morning. Mm. Like my roommate and I will always like go like just after 11. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, it's breakfast time now. It's breakfast time. Let's go. Load it up. Load them up in the car. It's time to go. <laughs> so now we can talk about the movie inspiration and okay. how this all inspired Ooh, the movie before screen. Before you get there, do you have what his last words were? I don't have what his last words okay. were, but let's look it up. Let's look because it up. Because now I'm curious. Because I, he seems like the type that's going to say some raunchy, raunchy things and just try to make everyone kind of disgusted. Oh. Ooh, what was that? Oh, I was right. Ooh, okay. They weren't, no, you weren't right, but uh-huh. they were just, it was just not what I was expecting. Okay. His last words were, quote, and he repeated this over and over again, quote, mm-hmm. none greater than thee, O Lord. Oh. Which I think is a Bible that's verse. That's anticlimactic. Really anticlimactic. Hmm. Okay. Where's the drama? Yeah. Where's the showmanship that you had had earlier when you were cutting people's heads at, off? What and... was Ted Bundy's final words? Oh, um, it was something that gave me the heebie-jeebies when I read it for the first time. But he, um, he, like, had, like, a good like mm-hmm. final words um t- tom barton who was the guy who sentenced him to death asked bundy if he had any last words the mm-hmm. killer hesitated his voice quavered quote i'd like to give my love to my family and friends he said mm. and that was his final words mm-hmm. yeah but at least that's better than like that's better than i mean did he find god like i'm just i hope so i i would hope i mean ideally you know whatever but i hope he like got some peace i think i hope he just got solace and something Mm -hmm. but that's 
interesting. So in 1994, and now we're going to talk about the movie inspiration, Mm -hmm. screenwriter Kevin Williamson was sitting alone when he was watching the documentary A Turning Point, which was about Danny Rowling. Mm -hmm. Williamson was left so frightened that when he noticed an open window in the house, he immediately armed himself with a kitchen knife and called a friend to come stay with him. So fair. That is that is girly behavior right there. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that same. is girly behavior. It says, um, come over right now. Williamson then proceeded to discuss Rowling's murders as well as horror movie villains that resonated with them. Mm-hmm. That night, Williamson had a nightmare about a home invasion. Then, using Rowling as his inspiration, his nightmare, and the previous conversation that he had just had, he began writing a new screenplay. The screenplay was originally called Scary Movie, but it eventually became the movie Scream, which we all know today. Mm-hmm. Which, the hottest antagonists. <laughs> the- I knew it was coming! The hottest. I watched it the other night. Started to come up again. On I watched it the other night, and I was like, "Why are they kind of?" It's that one audience that's like, "No, don't kill me, Mister Ghostface. I I want to be be in in the sequel." sequel. And then she Mm -hmm. wasn't. Boo, boo, but But like whatever. I don't, something about it the guy who's like shaggy and why am i like blanking on his name right now oh i can see his face mm-hmm. um i'm looking up his name because i know his name i oh, know his name i just i know his the name live action scooby-doo he's whenever he's I got that like, little like matthew lillard yes matthew lillard he's gonna be in the five nights at freddy's movie which oh. i'm so excited to see i have heard some discourse about that oh i can fully go into a whole like <laughs> discourse about that like it's not even funny like mm-hmm. everyone keeps being like you need to have like a five nights at freddy's episode and you know what maybe that'll be my special episode at Honestly, the end of- maybe you should because be hilarious. I think I'll do it at the end of this this semester, mm-hmm. and I'll literally will be like the movie will have come out. I will mm-hmm. have seen it, and I will be like, okay, Let this was this is X, Y, and Z of why this mm-hmm. movie was like not okay. Because I know it's going to be like it's never. It, there's no way that it can be everything that you want it to be. I well, I figured that, but I've already know it's not going to be true to like the lore of the games, mm-hmm. which is like my favorite part of the games was right. like unsolving the story and like yes, getting all the theories is, and stuff. I, that like unraveling i love a game with a good story if you suck me in with a story i will mm-hmm. buy the entire franchise i will be in it to in it to win it mm-hmm. you know but i just no by the time all the games had come out like i fully had like the entire lore like mm-hmm. known like mm-hmm. it wasn't confirmed by anyone but like i knew because i was able to you, like uncover said, it no this is i was like this is x y and z uh-huh. and i will fully go into that if if the listeners are listening please let me know if you would be interested mm-hmm. in hearing that because i will go into it like mom and dad i know you're listening right now and i know you guys know nothing about those video games but i will tell you everything we'll about, about you will we know will those games we will discuss inside and, we'll and out to bring it up at a trivia night anytime you need to so, Scream was intended to show them that movies do not create psychopaths. They just make them more creative. Hmm. I mean, true, since at this point he had already been caught. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And, like, he had, like, Ted Bundy as his inspiration. Mm-hmm. Rowling did. It wasn't that, like, Ted Bundy 
was what made him. I was going to say, it wasn't like he was a copycat of Ted Bundy. He He was just like, that was my inspiration. That was who I wanted to be. And it's not even from the murder standpoint that he Mm -hmm. wanted to be like Ted Bundy. It's from the recognition. It's Mm -hmm. from the the nationwide fear Mm -hmm. and panic of, you know, what he was doing. I just love that line. Mm -hmm. Movies do not create psychopaths. They just make them more creative. That's That's such a good line. Because, like, honestly, that's, like, what art should be is like mm-hmm. making it is you tr- you take real life and you turn it up to well 10. that's what like video games are like mm-hmm. video games don't create the like school shooters and stuff mm-hmm. it just makes them more creative yeah it just gives average people ideas outlet. yeah mm-hmm. so williamson wanted his characters to be aware of horror movie cl- cliches so that horror movie quote-unquote rules could be played with Mm-hmm. leaving the audience on edge and unaware of what to expect which is like true yeah like sydney prescott our final girl like spoilers if you haven't seen scream at this point is it really spoilers if no it's been it's, out, if it's been out it's, long enough i don't think it's spoilers osmosis. anymore you know but sydney prescott our final girl like she breaks the horror movie rule because she has sex and technically mm-hmm. if you have sex that means you have to die in the horror movie but hmm. she lives and i didn't know i honestly that does make sense though from like the other horror movies that i've seen or like the guys that you think are the killers but you're kind of convinced towards the end of like oh they're not the killers do end up being yeah it's the killer like Like, it's never the people you expect but then and and the scream does end up being like exactly Mm -hmm. who you expect Mm -hmm. that's interesting i like that he was self-aware about that though Mm -hmm. and was like you know what we're gonna do this we're gonna really play into this trope i like that Mm -hmm. from like an artist it was good So, Scream ultimately made $173 million in the box office after premiering in the United States on December 20th, 1996. To this day, Scream is considered a horror movie classic, one which most people don't know how how it got its beginnings with Danny Rollings. Interesting. And that is the story of the Gainesville Ripper. Wow. That's... I'm still, like enthralled by how kind of depraved Mm -hmm. and just like how does someone it's like it really goes to show that if you have bad beginnings you're gonna have bad endings but like i mean it shouldn't be that way it really shouldn't and well let me rephrase that if you have bad beginnings and you don't put the effort in to change the story then you're likely to have a bad ending and i really and there's like this whole big argument that's like are serial killers born or are they made i would Mm -hmm. argue in this case he was made made. but there are some people like being a psychopath like you're born you're you're born born that way but then not all psychopaths are serious he wasn't proved to be a psychopath he wasn't a a psycho he He had had mental issues but that was mainly all caused by like there was situational Mm -hmm. issues that he probably i mean if he had been born if his parents had not been i mean if his dad had had been been terrible in good circumstances i don't think he would have been a serial killer like that's i mean that we can play the what if game all day long. Yeah. But, I mean, the what if game sure. is kind of fun to play. No, I would. Um, I just thought this was because I was like, we need like good, like spooky Halloween season mm-hmm. episodes. And I was like, yes. And that's what I literally looked up. I was like, what like horror movies are based off of like real, real true things. stories? And of course, there's like The mm-hmm. Conjuring and stuff, Ooh, which we've already that's covered. Like, supernatural is and just supernatural. Different. I've like covered Supernatural and I was like, 
of course i could talk about like the obvious like serial killers you Mm -hmm. know like there's the ted like there was the zach efron ted bundy movie Mm -hmm. there were all the jeffrey dahmer movies like i could cover those for days yes but then i was like oh like scream is something that you're not like immediately like oh based on a true story but Mm -hmm. it's like oh this was kind of based on a true story right that's that it's very because when you see the movie scream it's so it's so camp it's so So camp camp. and it's so out there and and you're so like removed from reality with that movie that you're just like don't think oh i know that this isn't real right uh that's just craziness i love scream i literally like i watched it the other night and i'm like someone like i can watch horror movies like on Mm -hmm. my own like all day all night because like i just i find horror movies as like an outlet to like laugh because i love seeing Mm -hmm. like their bad mistakes and stuff but scream is one that i don't even like laugh at i genuinely just like watch to enjoy Mm -hmm. because i like that they're like aware of like okay these are the horror movie rules and like they acknowledge it and they still make the horror movie mistakes but they're still like self-aware of it all I prefer, when it comes to, like, classic horror movies, I prefer the more thriller type of, like, mm. Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Like, Oh, I love Silence I of the love Lambs. Silence All of the, the Hannibal Lambs. Lecter movies. I, I love. I'm such, I, I, did you love the Hannibal TV show on NBC? I haven't ever watched it. Oh, Everyone tells so me I good. should, but I've oh, never it's so seen good. it. It's very, it's very gory. Okay. It's, it's lots and lots of blood but that's and guts and things. But um, it's very, very good. I mm-hmm. definitely, especially if you love Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. definitely would recommend because it's a really interesting take mm-hmm. on kind of how, because it's, you know, it's before Hannibal was caught. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting take on like how he works with the police and mm-hmm. how, because mm-hmm. it's like basically like the whole premise is he's isn't he a psychologist other murders yeah. yes he is still you know hannibal the cannibal but he's solving other people's like crazy you know serial killer behavior and so it's really interesting like the way that he mm-hmm. interacts with that it's definitely what I recommend. my mom would like to chime in and say that she is currently watching hannibal right now <laughs> mm-hmm. as we're talking it's about it it's really good um it's really good Hugh Dancy all my does friends a great that job. watch it think that hannibal's hot <laughs> Matt Mickelson is easy on the eyes. I, I would have to but say, but I don't think he's like he's top ten most attractive he's celebrities not, for me. That and he's not even like top ten most attractive like morally great characters for me. Mm-mm. Like he's just he's easy on the eyes, and it's easier to watch a show if you're not like yeah. Because I feel like him, but. the original like. If you compare like both Hannibals, mm-hmm. you're like Silence of the Lamb Hannibal. Like oh, he's gross. get him away from like, me. Get, mm, jo- I will not do the like tongue behavior. part like, that he does. Yes, like, it's so weird. But then like TV show Hannibal, I'm like, why are you kinda? But also mm-hmm. like, but mm, also, but also, mm, I think it's just that like daddy complex that yeah. everyone has right now. It, of, like, oh my god, the gosh, whole internet Pedro is Pascal, suddenly which Pedro Pascal like, make up the mouth. <laughs> But really is, it's, like, if you are, like, over the age of, like, 40, mm-hmm. you're tall, and you... Not a little bit of salt and pepper hair. A little bit of salt and pepper hair, mm-hmm. like, everyone's gonna love you. Yeah. Like, Hollywood's falling It's really you. not that hard to be well-received at this point, if you're fit those characteristics. Like, well, you need that, you need to, like, you need to be pretty fit, but you don't have to be, but like... But you don't have to be, like, You jacked. don't have to be, like, jacked. You just have to have, like, a good, like... You, you have, have to, like, to, look good in a you suit. You have to have a good dad bod. Like, you have, yeah. You have to look... But, like, everyone freaks out whenever they're in, like, suits. So you have to look good in a suit. Mm-hmm. And you have to have, like, good... You have to have the salt and pepper hair, but you have to have good hair. But you all... It is important that you're not balding. 
That is very important mm-hmm. in order to like fit this. Like you need flowy archetype. hair. You need like good Oscar hair. Oscar Isaac. Yes. Like Pedro Pascal. Oh, yes. Like all those like guys. They have the salt and pepper hair, but their hair is like flowy. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Oh. I love that this is what like this oh, has yes. turned we've into. Start, we, we've you know a, well I mean it's still tangentially relevant because yeah. like. I feel like all of TikTok right now is like, oh my gosh, all of the masked people, like mm. <laughs> ghosts. Brittany from Call Broski of Duty. being, in, I was just about to say that Brittany Broski being in love with ghosts ghost from, Call from Call of Duty, and I'm like, and now Ghostface because it's Halloween, and I bet money that there's gonna be Freddy Krueger people out there that are like. Some, oh, someone's gonna wear there already are. i know that there's michael myers girls. there's michael myers people out there. oh yeah but michael myers had like a good face reveal in one of the movies and, like michael ooh. myers like takes his mask off and he's like kind of like he's kind of see i haven't the only halloween that i've seen is uh, it was like i've seen the, the original very, one i was like it was the very first one is the only one that i've seen it's not in that one and that one i know that she takes off his mask but he's like deformed like there's one yeah, movie that like that he's hot he's, <laughs> yeah because i think it's like one of the later movies and it shows kind of his backstory mm-hmm. and they show like his face and he's full on just like this like general like, like normal he also guy. like isn't like that hot he's just like this regular like 30 year old looking like dude mm-hmm. but everyone was like okay like that's not what i was expecting this guy to right. look like so we're gonna be falling in love with him right, right now interesting i know there was a lot of discourse about um Bron- did you ever see the boy it was on netflix mm-hmm. so there was there are people who go feral over brahms and i'm like um really because yeah, you literally because never he has see a full-on like neck beard he has a full-on neck beard he lives in the wall he lives in the wall i'm Let's sure i'm telling you right now he smells of, like the worst bo oh definitely possible oh definitely i mean can we blame him he's not seen a shower in 30 years Mm-mm. like that's just mm, there's a line and the line i think the line is probably at michael myers you i would can, say you can be a serial killer but you have to look that you like like you have good personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. Personal hygiene is always, always number like one. Like you could be a psychopath and like I'll be scared of you, but I think I'll be less scared of you if you have good personal if hygiene. If you don't have, you if you know, look like you're gonna give me rabies, get away ew. from me. Like I'm not coming near you. Regardless. If you have good personal hygiene, like but, get away from me. You know, but also like hey, if you you know use a good cologne, if you shower, if you daily, were killing me and you smelled good, I'd be fine. I'd with be it. like, okay. I'd be like okay like at least mm-hmm. like you like got ready for this event mm-hmm. like i know you put effort into this mm-hmm. my friend just texted me and said you're wrong bronze is hot <laughs> oh no the neck no, beard you're wrong you are wrong <laughs> you're wrong oh. but yes moral of the story shower daily shower um, daily if even daniel rollins knew that i mean hashtag violation but even he knew you needed to shower after you killed somebody mm. yeah because like first of all blood gets everywhere second of all he was like, Let's I'm not walking fresh. home in the blood. Like, I would like mm-hmm. to smell. G- like, he was probably, like, exhausted. He was like, I need to go home and go to bed. Right? But he was like, no, I'm going to use their essential oils and bath salts. Like, he was like, I might as well treat myself. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Do you have Anyways. any final questions or comments or anything final, else you'd like to add? Final comments. I can't believe that someone could, like, from a non-fictional, per- from a, you know, mm-hmm. non-fiction perspective, I cannot believe someone would do that to mm-hmm. another human being. That is just, cr- I mean, out there. It's just gross. And wild and gross. And just, 
new, you know? Mm -hmm. I have no other word other than new. Mm -hmm. Um, That's number one. Number two is I also can't believe that it happened in, like, less than a week. Mm -hmm. Because just, like, the mental toll of, like, I've seen Dexter. I know, you know, a little bit of, like... I've seen all of Dexter. I have mm-hmm. not watched, like, the new series because mm-hmm. I was like, no, we ended on a weird note anyways. Whatever. That's, like, a separate discourse. I digress. Like, the physical toll of doing mm-hmm. of just everything killing. that he did. Yeah. And he did five murders in three days. Yeah. That's insane. Um, the creativity of the oh i'm gonna make them pose like this and i'm gonna make them do this make like the he treated them think. right i mean he basically treated them like his human barbie dolls yeah and that's but it was also very much probably like a degradation of women oh for sure and you know that stems back to his mom mom for sure and Which his ex-wife still, and i think it was like to get revenge on his mom because mm-hmm. all the women he killed looked like his mom did his ex-wife look like his mom I don't know. And that's what I tried to look up. I tried to find pictures, but mm-hmm. not a lot is known about her, which, like, I think she tried to keep her, like, which, name. As she, like, should. as she should. Totally respect that. Because um, that would be really interesting mm-hmm. because that would only further prove, like, the mommy issues, mm-hmm. the daddy issues, like, all of that. Yeah. That was my closing. Number one, personal hygiene. Shower daily, please. And thank you. Number two... Ghostface is kind of... Ghostface is kind of... <laughs> why he kind of... Why he kind of like that? <laughs> but thank you so much for once again joining the club that is Club Crime. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm so happy You are a returning guest. You're like... Yeah. You're... Um, you're not even like a new club member you're know, just like I'm you're back and hopefully we'll have you again next season i would love to be back next season and for all my listeners please join us next week for another true crime story when we have another guest joining us and this has been club crime